ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Ireland, China, and Finland, and in the states of Colorado, Minnesota, and Washington. And to all of you for helping us reach a new high of 115,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guest, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel to help you stay focused on reaching your personal business and spiritual goals. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is manifest through love. Before you do a manifestation ritual or ask for what you want, remind yourself that love is all there is by saying, I allow my mind to be open to the limitless potential of my higher self, and that love connects my higher mind with my conscious mind. Several years ago, when my guides channeled this through to me, I didn't understand what it meant. It took experiencing the truth of these words in my life to understand them. The universe holds the energy of love. God is love, and everything that we desire comes through the power of that love. We truly are limitless in our ability to manifest what we want when we connect our physical conscious mind with the mind of our spiritual higher self. Money is nothing more than a physical manifestation of God's love for us. Since God's love is limitless, so is our ability to manifest money or anything else that we choose. We have been trained to believe in a world of scarcity rather than abundance, a world of fear rather than love. This is a false belief. Just like there is enough love for everyone, there are enough financial resources and all resources for everyone. As we learn to love ourselves and allow the universal presence of love into our lives, we also allow ourselves to manifest what we want in every area of our lives. As we truly know and accept that we are love and we are limitless, We become the love frequency that brings to us all that we want. 
including healing physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, healthy relationships, spiritual growth, and more. To do so, we need to release our limiting beliefs, some of which we brought into this lifetime from past lives. That's why my next workshop is Past Life Group Regression. Past lives are often the source of limiting beliefs, confusing feelings of deja vu, healthy and unhealthy relationships, special talents, gifts and knowledge, fears and phobias, health problems and personal challenges. We often spend years in therapy or misery blaming our childhood for our difficulties when the source is something we brought into this life from another lifetime. Knowing those past influences can create faster and deeper change. With my process, you will discover what you need to know, keep the positive, and let go of what's hurting you. I was trained by Dr. Brian Weiss, and I use a gentle process in which you always feel safe and in control. Whether you just want to learn more about your soul's journey through different lifetimes or want to heal something in your current life, the information you're ready to know will emerge. In this workshop, you will experience two past lives with my expert guidance, understand the reasons for your current life circumstances, release the negative influences from your past lives, gain new self-awareness, empowerment, and peace, learn new techniques that I have created to help you discover past lives on your own, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com to register for my past life group regression workshop on July 20th. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or to present this workshop or another one in your area. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity. As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Paul Selig, who will talk with us about an extraordinary program for personal and planetary planetary evolution. I received a few emails last week. The first one was about our May 2nd show with Tom Bunn, on freedom from panic, anxiety, and claustrophobia. Tina wrote, Tom's message and voice were in themselves soothing and calming. I have already started using the visualization technique he described and have observed how it expedites the passing of those bad moments. Thank you for having him on your show to share these techniques with those of us who struggle daily with our own fears. 
The second email contained a question. Sandra wrote, I was confused when your guest said that breathing techniques don't work. I have found the use of breath to be extremely helpful in my mindfulness practice as well as some of the breathing techniques that you shared. I know he was quoting research, but it contradicted my own experience. I'm confused. Can you please help me understand this better? First, thank you for your question. It is confusing. The research he was quoting was done on one specific kind of breathing and therefore cannot truly be generalized to all forms of breathing. There are so many variables that need to be taken into consideration. Here are just a few. Is the person breathing into their belly, chest, ribs, or heart? Is the exhale longer than the inhale? Are they inhaling through their nose or mouth? Are they imagining a specific color? And are they saying or thinking an affirmation while they're breathing? Each kind of breathing creates a different energy within the body and will therefore produce different results. For instance, the color pink is emotionally healing and therefore produces a different frequency than green, which is physically healing. Years ago, someone gave me a book called Conscious Breathing. It was full of different ways to breathe depending on the results you desired. I used it to remove my back pain. Breath is extremely powerful for healing mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. I'm planning a show on the life-changing power of sophrology, a new breathing technique which will give us an opportunity to discuss this topic more thoroughly. Please watch for this particular episode. I also received this email from our show about our show last week with Katherine Hall on life lessons learned from gardening. Charlie wrote, I listened to your conversation with my eyes shut and the description of the plants, flowers, insects, and birds were so vivid I could swear I could see, hear, and smell every one of them. Years ago, before my days of utter turmoil, my granddaughter and I would share gardening together. At that time, I remember the outside world was so diminished that it disappeared, and I can still see the delight in her eyes when she would spot the first strawberries of the season. Lately, my granddaughter has been bringing up those times to me and wanting to know when we're going to garden again. Thank you for reminding me of the importance of having the natural world in our lives and the impact plants, flowers, bugs, and birds play in keeping us sane and happy. I have to now get moving on starting more gardens and enjoying the health they give to us and the pure satisfaction of tending and watching nature bloom around us. And Catherine wrote this lovely thank you note to me. You are a treasured find. Thank you so much for having me as a guest on your show. I'm honored. This is probably my favorite interview. I love what you're doing. So committed. And you are a really good host, which I appreciate. And I appreciated her note. We had a lot of fun sharing stories of our extraordinary experiences with nature. I encourage you to listen to this show by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on the gifts of nature, please listen to some of our shows like July 21st, 2016 with Tamarack's song, Communicating with Nature, July 23rd, 2015 with Santa Ingerman's Speaking with Nature, Awakening to the Deep Wisdom of the Earth, and March 7, 2019 with 
Elena Manis, Soul Dog, A Journey into the Spiritual Life of Animals. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. On Facebook, I posted an article entitled, Angry, Depressed, You Could Be Grieving Over World Events. That led to an important exchange with a Facebook friend who is also a friend in real life. Here's a condensed version. Lois wrote, Yes, I'm depressed, angry, and frustrated by Congress and the president. I'm embarrassed and ashamed. I want to see our children safe in schools, people safe to worship, to go to movies and malls. My country is not the same, and I miss it. I responded, change happens at the level of the individual. We must follow the wisdom of the successful leaders like Mahatma Gandhi, who said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. We will get through this and come out stronger, more compassionate, more loving. We have to see the big picture and get above the fear. Sometimes we have to go through a rough patch before we see the light. I choose to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Paula, I understand. I need to be patient. It's difficult. I so appreciate your words, so simple but making an impact on me. I'm grateful for that, Lois. It's difficult for all of us, including me. But we must stay positive and find as much joy as we can to help us through this difficult time. There is so much to be grateful for. The love of family, friends, pets, the beauty of flowers, birds singing, hummingbirds flying like little fairies, music, dance, art, and more. When you start to get overwhelmed, let your eyes, heart, and mind focus on something you love or pet your dog, go for a walk in nature, turn on your favorite music, plan some strategies that you can turn to in order to refocus on what is good in your life. Then you will be part of the solution because you will be sending positive energy out into the world. If each of us does this, the chaos and cruelty will be defeated. If there is a candle, the darkness is gone. The more light we bring into our lives and consequently into the world, the faster we will defeat the negativity. Paul is such beautiful and wise words. I will remember them. It is so much better than being consumed with hate, disappointment, and disillusionment. I just love you, Paula. You are a bright light in the world. I was so grateful that Lois was able to hear me, and I told her as much. Her last comment showed me that she got the deeper meaning. It is definitely better to feel love and joy than anger and hatred. We all need to have a plan for ourselves to stay positive and to bring ourselves out of the darkness When we start to slip into old habits of fearful thinking, we must trust and believe that all returns to love. We are in a time of great change. Our challenge is to stay positive 
and to add more light and love to the world. Our guest today, Paul Selig, understands this. He has a master's degree from Yale and is one of the foremost spiritual channels in the world. He was on ABC News Nightline, the documentary PGS, Your Personal Guidance System, and numerous radio shows, including Coast to Coast AM and Afterlife TV. Paul offers channeled workshops internationally, has a private practice as an intuitive, and serves on the faculty of Omega. Mega, Kripalu, and Esalen. He taught at New York University for over 25 years, directed the Master of Fine Arts and Creative Writing Program at Goddard College, and is now on their Board of Trustees. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook, then read about and register for my new workshop, Past Like Group Regression, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, what limiting beliefs are keeping you from manifesting what you want? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Paul Selig, who will talk with us about an extraordinary program for personal and planetary evolution. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. This interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com. I value in what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down what limiting beliefs are keeping you from manifesting what you want. And I'm so pleased to welcome Paul Selig, who's here to talk about an extraordinary program for personal and planetary evolution. Paul, thank you so very much for being on the air and talking about your new book, um, The Book of Freedom. Would Would you begin to by talking with us about the experience that you had that was life-changing and um, changed your career and I would imagine your whole view of, of life and, and how to live. <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, it, 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 my evolution as a channel was progressive and I believe that the event you're speaking to is the one that happened when I was 25 and I was about a year out of Yale and I was having the beginnings of a nice career as a playwright. And I had a list of things that I thought would make me okay in the world. And I got the whole list and I wasn't okay and really out of sheer necessity, not because I thought it would be nice to become spiritual. I didn't believe in anything. Um, I began to look for something more. And that was the beginning of an opening. And suddenly I you know, found myself living in a world where there was a possibility that there was something you could call God or higher power or something. And there was this event happening back in 1987 called the Harmonic Convergence. I heard people were going to be waking up, and I thought, well, if there is a God and you ask to be woken up to it, I wouldn't want to say no. So I went up to the roof of the building that I lived in the night before this event, and I asked to be woken up. And I had a bit of an experience of energy, and I really don't know what it was. People later said it sounded like perhaps a spontaneous Kundalini awakening or Shakti Pa, but I may have just been hyperventilating. I really don't know what it was, but it was an experience of energy moving through my body and out through the top of my head. And I started seeing little lights around people after that, which was the beginning of a psychic opening. And, you know, later I studied energy healing and I found that when I had my hands on people's bodies, I could hear things for them. And that was the opening to clear audience. And then I held a group in my apartment that lasted for about 18 years. Uh, and that was before the guide started delivering books through me, which is what I'm now known for. So the event was when I was 25 and the outcome of that event is, is still ongoing. It really hasn't stopped. I'm still waking up, I expect, to what is 
beyond my idea of what is possible. Um, yes, and I think um, that's true for me, too. Our um, awakening is different, but it is gradual and step-by-step. Step. I think we have to adjust to the new level of light and energy that's running mm-hmm. through us and and mm-hmm. what our capabilities are, and then we're ready for the next level of, gr- of spiritual growth and opening. Um, and, and it is profound and, and way beyond what the mind could ever imagine. Um, which gets to what you talk about, about being limitless. Um, talk to us a little bit about that, please. Um, I don't, when did, did I say, I'm, I'm not sure where I said we were limitless. Um, oh, in you your know, book. The, the, <laughs> so I'm, I'm not sure what you're referencing. Okay, well, I don't have the direct quote here, but you talk mm-hmm. when you're talking about the evolution of the true self and the uh-huh. the days, the process, um, you Understood. talk about being limitless. Well, sure. The guides that I work with say that we're we're experiencing and living in an octave. They talk about octaves, and they say the octave that we're in or that we're sharing has its own parameters. You know, what we believe is possible is really dependent on what we've been taught could be possible. And we end up, whether or not we know it, reinvesting in our old narratives about what can be. And what the guides are talking about in the Book of Freedom is really the equivalent to punching a hole in the the false ceiling of possibility that's been there to what exists beyond it. So the guides are saying that the true self or the divine self, the who that we truly are, which is not our personality self, but is the sort of infinite self, is always free. And as we begin to self-identify through that, we begin to claim that level of, of, of identity in our realization of the world. So the guides I work with say, you know, the true self knows and the small self thinks. And when we move into our knowing of who we are as an infinite being, you know, we begin to align to the potential that that can agree to. Uh, yes, I, I, that's beautifully said. And and you talk about, um, well, well, first talk to us about who these guides are that you work mm-hmm. with and, and what they want f- for us. Well, they say they're teachers, you know, and I'm comfortable with that. Um, in the very first book, I am the word they, you know, they said that they were, you know, teachers, missionaries, ascended masters, I think were the names they use, none of which made me terribly comfortable. What they say some days is we are who you become when you know who you are. And the name that they offer when they do offer a name is the name Melchizedek, which is an old name and it's a priesthood. But they're teachers, and they're really here to teach us. I would use the word rearticulation or embodiment as the true self. In the very first book, they, they dictated through me, and all of the books are dictated. They're not written. They're actually not even edited. Um, it's just the transcriptions that are published. In the very first book, they said this line, you know, the Christ, and they, by their definition of Christ, is the aspect of the Creator 
that can be realized in material form. They say the Christ in humanity is an event that happens. And I think I assumed 10 years ago when that first book was dictated um, that they were talking about becoming more spiritual, a little more happy, a little more, you know, perhaps kind to one another. And what they're really speaking to is, in sort of defiance of, of my sense of logic, they're really talking about the manifestation of the divine in form as who and what we truly are. And that as we claim this, we're able to lift the world through co-resonance to what they call the kingdom, which in the kingdom, they say, is the realization of the divine in all manifestation. And they say again and again, God is all things or God is nothing. You really can't have it both ways, but everything is in vibration or tone and operating, you know, within a different, within a scale. And as you begin to align to the higher by nature of your presence, you're able to lift the world. And so that's their teaching. Their teaching really is embodiment and realization. And they've done this now over six books that are in print and another that's coming out in August, and they're halfway through dictating. I guess now it's their eighth. Um, you know, and the books themselves are dictated usually over about... 30 days of sessions, and the last few of them have been done publicly in front of students. So it's this ongoing oracle, I guess, and they're, they're bringing through a system in many ways of embodiment. So how does one, I mean, I understand there's a system, but how do I begin? Mm-hmm. What do I do if I'm someone who doesn't, have a, um, a connection to my true self or my divine self and doesn't even mm-hmm. know how to begin? Well, they work with attunements, and the guides say we're all radios and we're always in broadcast, and the broadcast that we're holding is the consciousness that we hold. And so what they do with the attunements, they say, is they're tuning up the radios that we are to play the higher broadcast that's always present. So the radio stations that we've been playing are the ones that we think we're allowed to play or have been known prior. And they say there's far more available to us, but we have to align to it. So the first step, I suspect, would be beginning to align to the higher frequency. And they do that through an attunement to the energy that they call the word. And the word, they say, is the energy of the creator in action. And usually these things are very palpable, so, you know, people can have these experiences with the energy of the books through reading the books or through a workshop, you know, with me or through doing the work or the exercises in the book with with a partner. But the guides, since they first came through, have been coming through with an energy that's extraordinarily palpable. People can feel it. Even people who've never felt energy before can have these experiences. And that seems to be the opening to the awareness that's needed. You know, once the the true self or the divine self is claimed, um, and the guides would offer another attunement for that, and it's a very simple one. The claim is, I know who I am in truth. I know what I am in truth. I know how I serve in truth. I am free. I am free. I am free. Um, that's also an attunement to align to the higher. And the guides say this claim is made by the true self, not the small self who thinks she knows who she is and what she is, but by the true self that is always in its knowing. 
So the infinite self is the one that can claim, I know who I am, I know what I am, I know how I serve. Who is identity, I know who, what is the manifestation of the divine and form, expression. And how one serves, the guides say, is how one is fully, most fully expressed as the true self. And they talk about these things as notes that are played on a piano. And when the notes are played together, a chord is struck, and the chord of resonance is embodiment. And as you said earlier, you can only sort of hold what you can hold energetically. It is a process of integrating these things, and it's not always comfortable. But it's usually pretty profound. So for the person who's beginning to open up, the first book, I Am the Word, is really the primer for the books that follow, and I expect that it holds the sort of DNA of the text that they've channeled subsequently. It really is where they lay out the work, and then the process of engaging with the work more deeply is what they're speaking to in their subsequent texts. And so they take you step by step so that I understand what you mean by it can sometimes be uncomfortable. Sometimes I get kind of this chaotic feeling as the energy in in my body is changing and adjusting to a higher level. And I sort of feel um, uh, kind of sometimes anxious, sometimes exhausted. It, it, It varies. But then when you get through it, um, the world is brighter, things are easier, there's more flow, there's more um, connection to the higher self, to um, higher wisdom, and it's, um, life is just more wonderful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, the guys are speaking about sort of the release of what they call the small self and the mask which is really, you know, the, the misidentification we hold with personality. If there's something wrong with personality, I have one, and I'm always going to have one. The challenge seems to be when I think that I am the personality and not, you know, at the cost of aligning to the deeper truth of who and what we all are. And, you know, when I speak to the discomfort, I'm actually speaking to what happens when we start releasing that mask and what that mask has protected and the mask itself has served a purpose to sort of be in negotiation with the practical world because everybody's wearing one. But when you begin to move beyond that, you don't have the reliance upon the old to serve you, you know, in, in, in the ways that, you know, one may have. And so this idea that we are moving into a greater awareness of who we are also must mandate that we're letting go of some ideas of who we are based on a narrative that we've inherited, whether it's from this lifetime or another lifetime. It's still the stuff that's sort of getting in the way of our our most true expression. Uh, Yes, I would agree. And yet what it gets replaced with is... Um, is a greater sense of self and self-respect because um, you don't have to lie anymore. You don't have to, not intentionally, but you don't have to be that false self. You can just Mm -hmm. be comfortable in your own skin. And I think with it also comes greater self-compassion and compassion um, for others that you can... Mm -hmm. um, See them through more loving eyes. I agree. Um, and 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 that's a gift. I think what what I'm um, 
wanting to to emphasize is that the discomfort is um, worth going through so that you can reach these um, higher levels that are so rewarding. I agree. I mean, if you look at, you know, a caterpillar turning into a butterfly, it's not a terribly graceful act, but it's a, a perfect one. And I mean, I've never given birth to a child, but, you know, what I understand is it's pretty painful sometimes to go through that, but the gift yes. of the birth is a miracle. So I think our own rebirths, our own sort of awakening to who we are beyond narrative, inherited structure, you know, what we think we're supposed to be, all of those things sort of, you know, come at a cost, and it comes at the cost of our investment in what things we're supposed to be. You know, we live in a culture that mandates certain ideas, what it looks like to be successful or to be happy or to be beautiful, you know, and we ascribe great power to these things. And so people are running around trying to manifest stuff and at the same time forgetting the source of the stuff, which is really, I think, the point. You know, it's not the the bigger house. It's the fact that there is abundance that's infinite and that one can align to it, but perhaps having a lot of money isn't the point of being here, you know, and as long as we're sort of trying to mandate what should be through this lens of personality and that lens, I have to, I have to say, must include the collective beliefs of what should be, we're still operating in limitation. I mean, my God, say we've lived in a world with war for so long that we can't imagine a world without it. And the way that we move beyond that is to lift to the level of consciousness where war is impossible. And that's not something that we've known because the small self that has, you know, uh, an investment perhaps in the idea of separation um, would perpetuate it. The guides say, you know, you can't get along with the person beside you and why is it a wonder that, you know, you know, one country can't get along with the next. And, you know, this is done again through, you know, division and, and the belief in separation. When we begin to move beyond that, we begin to move to, I think, a whole other potential for all of us. And the guides that I work with say again and again and again, you can't be the light and hold another in darkness. You know, and what you judge, you fear. But the action of fear is to claim more fear. So, you know, how we're living collectively, you know, what it means to be a human being now, in some ways, I suspect, has been ascribed through a history that is in and of itself um, somewhat limited in its, in its uh, you know, in its truth. What you're saying is so profound and so important, and we need to go on a, a break, um, but when mm-hmm. we come back, I'd like to talk more about um, this belief in separation and what you said about you can't um, be the light and hold another in darkness, um, so beautifully expressed. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my 
email list, you'll receive the information on all our shows, chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down how can you begin to get in touch with your true self. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Paul Selig, who will talk with us more about an extraordinary program for personal and planetary evolution. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you can begin to get in touch with your true self. 
Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Joe Pep can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Paul Selig talking about an extraordinary program for personal and planetary evolution. Um, Paul, just before we um, uh, went to break, you were talking about the belief in separation. And um, could you talk a little more about what that means? I'll try. You know, I mean, it's what the guys are teaching now, and, you know, it's in the book that they're dictating now, and I'm still grappling with some of what they're saying. But they say that we've mostly been indoctrinated to believe that if there is some kind of God, it's something up on a cloud and we're stuck in the mud. And so what the guides are saying is, you know, God is also the mud, and it's also the body you're walking around in and everything else that you see. And if the divine is all things, it cannot be exclusive of anything if they say that it's we who do that. So when they say you can't be the light and put another in darkness, it's because when you put another in darkness, you call yourself to that darkness. Now, the guides would suggest, I suppose, that, you know, even darkness is of God, but it's the belief and the denial of it that gets us stuck. So we've created a world, really, and I hear that we've done this, nobody's really done it to us, where we've invested so much in the idea of separation that we have forgotten our innate nature and the innate source of all things. So we're still trying to reach for something that's outside of ourselves. So the guides say that, you know, God, or whatever you want to call God, I don't think it matters to them in the least, is, is everything. And if you are one, if, if God is the sky and if God is, you know, your body and God is the one you can't stand, the idea of separation begins to, to diminish. And it's not to say that we're not unique. You know, I mean, it's like a fingerprint or a snowflake where we're individual expressions of one source. But the guys would say everything is. And those things that, you know, we would like to damn or condemn, um, basically end up sort of calling us to that level of consciousness and vibration where the opportunity is to lift those things to the light, to their true nature, so that they may be, you know, renowned or, or healed or known anew. I mean, the guys I work with, you know, they seem to have utilized a vocabulary that has you know, resonance in history through religion, but it's not a religious teaching at all. But they do say often, you know, behold, I make all things new is a true teaching. But that's what is seen by the true self, by the awakened self who's seeing the divine and in whatever is before him or her because he can't not. So they'll often say, you know, God sees God in all its creations. We're the ones that are so exclusive. And we do this in many ways. We can, you know, condemn a human being, condemn an entire culture, an entire religion, you know, and in doing so, we end up condemning ourselves. And that's the challenge here, because those are all calls to separation. They say, you know, many, many, many times in their teachings that the action of fear is to claim more fear. And they say, look at any choice you've ever made because you were afraid and see what it got you. And more than likely, you'll find out that you got more fear. And, you know, the call of fear is the call to separation. It's the call to mistrust. It's the call to say, no, that's not possible. And in doing that, we end up creating these false gods 
or we end up looking to government as God or religion as God or these structures that are essentially man-made when we can go beyond that to, to look at the source of all these things and then we see them as of source. And the guys I work with say, whenever you see anything as of source, you're actually lifting it to its true inherent nature. And that there's a vibratory resonance or echo that can actually be felt when you do that. And I've experienced that. And the guides teach it in their groups. And it's quite something to feel. You know, they say if it's true that, you know, what you damn damns your back, what you bless, which means what you claim the divine as, will also bless you in return. And that's often felt as really a wave of energy or a succession of waves. Um, And it's lovely. So I don't know if I answered your question, but that was some of it. Well, it's very complex, and so in Mm -hmm. a few minutes, um, but you you touched on some extremely important things, and and I think this idea that... um, I mean, I, I think sometimes people say when you point a finger at someone, there are three fingers pointing back at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so we we are all connected. We are all one. And when mm-hmm. we send out negative energy, it's the equivalent of sending negative energy to ourselves. And so uh, I I think that as you were talking, what came to me was that those of us who are concerned about where the world is going and what's happening in the Mm -hmm. United States of America and around the world, the change starts with us. And if we look to our own hearts and our own Mm -hmm. spiritual evolution and development and, and becoming our true self, our divine self, that's Mm -hmm. what will change the world. It's the start. It has to start with the individual, you know, and the individual that informs the collective. It's really, it really is that simple. Um, you know, it's, 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 it is that simple, yes. Uh, it, it, it's simple and, and profound. And I just want to add that um, because we're coming to um, a place of closure on uh, for this part of the show is that, um, you know, even though we use the words God and, um, and you talked about the, the Christ, um, the aspect of the creator that takes physical form that uh, that it's not that we're talking about a specific religion. We're talking about mm-hmm. um, the spiritual evolution of humankind. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, yeah, the Christ isn't necessarily a religious concept. The guides use it interchangeably with other terms, including, you know, true self, monad, eternal self. It's the seed of the divine. That's what it is that seeks to flower. Um, oh gosh, the words you use are so beautiful. Um, I'm sorry that. Well, I'm not sorry. That just brought um, tears um, to me, and uh, and it 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 just um, is beautiful. And I I want to add that the um, starting with the first book that people who are truly interested in their personal evolution to start with I am the word because you want to go through this gradually, right? And this process 
starts there, and so we don't want to overwhelm ourselves. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. I'd say they teach in a one-room schoolhouse, so people can enter anywhere and they'll get caught up. I recommend starting at the beginning, and if not there, perhaps with the beginning of the second trilogy, which is, begins with a book called The Book of Mastery, um, which will also bring people up to speed. But I am the word as the primer for all of the texts that follow. Thank you so very much for um, your personal willingness to evolve and to ask for that and then to use it to help all of us. Thank you so very much, um, and I wish you the very best, Paul. And Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, and I encourage everyone to purchase his books, whether whichever one you start with. His current book is The Book of Freedom, and visit him online at paulselig.com. He does personal sessions in addition to uh, um Uh, workshops and um, phone sessions uh, and so on. So thank you so much. And I encourage you to um, get into his material and to benefit um, for yourself and for the world. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com and like us on Facebook, register for my new workshop, Past Life Group Regression, read my latest blog, and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Dissolving Fear and Anxiety, Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their wealth, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I want to introduce Archangel Jopeb, who is the Archangel over fear. Ask for his help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to remove your fear. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Jopeb, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be less fearful and attract more love. You can even be more specific and say something like, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me not be afraid when I listen to the news. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that he is helping you because he is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Mark Beckoff will talk about understanding the true nature of dogs. May 30th when Jeff Lisa Vitz will talk about unblocking your creativity and June 6th when Regina Meredith will talk about how her life evolved accidentally on purpose. I want to hear what's on your heart and mind, so please 
Keep sending me your questions, comments, and silver lining stories. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.